Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Reckless speculation. Reckless speculation. Yes, happy Reckless Speculation Thursday to all who celebrate. It's a glorious day and a safe space. Okay. Safe space for you, Judd. If you got any other, like, Kirk to the Commanders things you want to throw out here, we're, oh, yeah. we're good today. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we bring in our friend Darren Doogie Wolfson from the Five Eyewitness News Sports Department. Scoop session and reckless speculation session commence, Dukes. Hello. Hi, gentlemen. Happy Reckless Speculation Thursday. Yes. LFG, as they Best say. Best day of the week. Best day of the week. Yeah, no we, debate. Yeah, we've had, we've had a lot of reckless speculative, recklessly speculative Purple Daily episodes the last couple weeks, but let's let's start Vikings. We'll get to some Wolf stuff here. Uh, you, you have yet another update from a bookmaker or two on Kirk Cousins' most likely landing spots in free agency, so you might as well start there. Well, let's do it. I mean, even Jeremy Fowler, somebody we all know now at ESPN, formerly of the St. Paul Pioneer Press, He had a story on ESPN.com earlier this week, Insider, right? So you have to pay to read the story. But the story, what, had some unnamed executives opining about what could potentially take place come March. And was there a consensus? I know at least one said, hey, Kirk Cousins to the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know if it was like across the board, how many executives were polled. I just saw the headline heard somebody talking about it elsewhere but anyway right it's a lifestyle recklessly speculating is what we do so here we go bookies.com odds maker adam thompson 
has developed hypothetical. So you cannot bet on these, but he has developed hypothetical odds as to where Kirk Cousins will take his snaps in 2024. Las Vegas Raiders, plus 400. Atlanta Falcons, plus 425. So a reminder what that means is you bet $100, you can win 450. Or you bet 100, you get back 550, right? If he ends up with... Raiders, you know, some yeah. team that's plus 450. In this case, Raiders plus 400. You bet 100, you get back $500. That's the way it works. New England Patriots plus 500. So the Raiders, Falcons, Patriots above the Vikings. The Vikings plus 600. Ooh, really? After the Vikings. Judd, you ready for this? The Washington Commanders plus oh! 750. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers plus 950, Denver Broncos plus 1200, Seattle Seahawks plus 1400, the field plus 650. So the field actually comes in after the Vikings before the Commanders, if you're thinking perhaps the San Francisco 49ers. This is outstanding. Okay, let's, let's talk about a team that I have largely dismissed because of their location and the Cousins' lifestyle, but perhaps I'm wrong. The Raiders. Now, now, could we see just starting off with? Could we see a, a a replay of 2018 when Kirk Cousins showed up for the Super Bowl week here and quietly was given a tour, a tour of the metro area, driven around. This could be all yours. It's a it's a great community. Who's the line at Shake Shack at the? Yeah, uh, yeah. Super Bowl no, I, think we can, I think we can be here, Julie. I think this is it. The Shake yeah. Shack. This is it. Exactly. Well, they had a great Shake Shack, and he saw the houses around here and where the kids would play. And I'm just saying, could we see the 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 seeds planted for a potential move? Because I I have dismissed the Raiders based solely on location. Why the, though? I, I think I mean no, I kind of that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't. I think people think of Vegas. You think, oh, he's not going to live. Is he live on the strip and that? Yeah, crazy? Exactly. No, he'd go. He'd go live in Henderson or something. I'm, agree- you know? I'm agreeing with you, but I'm saying my bias up until now has been I don't think he would want to be there. But am I wrong? Is this because it certainly is a plausible fit, you guys? Well, Football who wise? will be the Raiders' offensive coordinator? You think about the weapons there, though. Enticing. I see a report the Raiders will interview former Bears OC Luke Getze. Well, he comes from Green Bay prior to Chicago. Green Bay, Matt Mm LaFleur. We think about the Mm -hmm. LaFleur Cousins connection. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. And Devontae has said in the last week or so, among quarterbacks, he would like to play with talking about, you know, hypotheticals again, recklessly speculating. Oh, I missed that. So he went on the record saying Kirk Cousins, huh? Here's the quote. Here's the quote. Mm. Reckless speculation. Maybe that drove these odds. He was appear. It could have. It could have it, appearing on the inaugural Two G's in a Pod podcast. It's a pretty good name for a podcast. Mm-hmm. Two G's in a Pod. You know what? I'll say this: It's a couple of quarterbacks I really like out there. Said Devonte Adams. It depends on what you're saying. If you're talking about a dude that can just find somebody, I mean, I like Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk. I think Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback. As far as availability, I think Kirk's a good player. Adams added that Jordan Love looking real good right now in Green Bay and CJ Stroud maybe number one, but but in terms of quarterbacks that specifically would be available to play with, he singled out Kirk Cousins on the two G's in a pod podcast. Where are they at in terms of cap space? 
I mean, we did our 30-second pre-show back and forth. Hey, what should we talk about? So it's not like I did a deep dive on where the Raiders stand heading into March. I do they wonder about the 30, landscape 31, of... 31 million in effective okay. cap space. So, right I mean, now. they can get there if they Plenty. need to. If, if structure slash money, which I believe more so structure, the guaranteed part, the Raiders could certainly get there if they choose to go after Kirk Cousins. I do have questions about the landscape of that division, that conference. How much does he prioritize winning? Now with Jim Harbaugh coaching the Chargers, the Chiefs aren't slowing down. Does Denver take another step forward next year with Sean Payton? So perhaps the most competitive division in football, you could at least make a case for that looking at 2024. But if they were willing to get their money-wise, they hired the right OC, those weapons. I mean, you've got multiple wide receivers. You've got guys, right? I mean, the Raiders aren't that far away if they can hit on a quarterback. You could sell me. Like, I can't get there. I still can't get there two days later, Judd, on Washington. I could maybe get there on Vegas. I would still put Atlanta above Vegas, but you could sell me on Vegas, that idea. I feel like you're closing your mind, Darren. Maybe. I, I, feel, like, I feel like you have to. It's a maybe. reckless speculation. I'm not dismissing Thursday. that possibility. It, it's a lifestyle. On, it's like yeah. it's it's like Yacht Rock, and, and yet, you and yet you know, the Michael McDonald catalog is not for you. You've got to live a lifestyle, baby. No, no. Michael McDonald is for me. I, right, but I'm saying you got to open your mind okay. to possibilities quit, talk, quit, quit, quit talking like that about Michael McDonald, okay? I'm trying to make an example of how great Michael McDonald is. But is it fair to say, you know, and, and this is just like you said, these are just, and believe me, these are hypothetical, these hypothetical odds here. Um, if you're Kirk and, and, and right now there's no way that Kirk and the Vikings are close because he's not going on, he's not going on that media tour last week like we talked about and saying, you know, a lot of things are up in the air right now and we'll have to see what happens in March. So you only say that if you're a wide gap apart with the Vikings at this point, He's looking at the calendar saying his agent too, right? Now we got five or six weeks until the league year opens up. The combine's in a month. There's no reason not to go and see what the Raiders have to say, what the Falcons have to say, right? So I guess my question to you is, is there any chance the Vikings and Kirk get a deal done in the next five weeks that's team-friendly? I mean, he's going to hit the market at this point, right? Well, I mean, could a deal get done like on March 10th, March 11th? Right. Sure, I'm not dismissing that idea, but like a deal getting done on February 25th, that would really, really surprise me, Phil. It really would. Now, hey, some chatter will start to pick up when everybody is down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl in about a week or so, right? So it's not necessarily always just the Combine. I mean, it's the Senior Bowl, Mobile, over the next seven to ten days, right? So there may be some chatter down there. It'll certainly pick up steam end of February into early March at the Combine in Indianapolis. But I guess I would be surprised if we have news of an agreement in the next, say, four weeks. I'd be absolutely shocked. And I, I think ordinarily how this works, by my experience, is that in Mobile they might meet, but they sort of agree to meet there as far as, okay, let's set this thing up. And it feels like talks start in earnest at the combine, yes, because I think what I think what we're going to see here is that the Cousins camp is certainly aware of the fact that he has to have a deal or not with the Vikings by the time free agency opens, because that dead cap hit is not going to go on top of what he's go- going to get. But I think where where this would make sense is 
The combine, and I know you guys are going to be shocked by this, but I'm going to break some news here. The combine allows teams to tamper. And so Kirk's going to have offers on the table. Like Kirk's going to get offers, which he probably cannot get right right now. Like you can only push that thing so far. So like if the Falcons want him, if the Raiders want him, I think those offers are going to come at the combine. And now the Vikings know the price of poker. And I think that's when they, they say yay or nay. And if they say nay, he's just gone. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, the way it works is, so his representation, longtime representation, Mike McCartney. Mike McCartney works for Vayner Sports, a big agency. There are multiple agents, right? So you're allowed to meet like Mike can meet with the Vikings, right? Because Kirk is still under contractual control until, you know, the league year starts, until free agency starts. So Mike is allowed by rule to sit down with the Vikings. But Mike has clients on other teams. So he's going to the suites of those teams at the Combine in Indianapolis, inevitably other stuff comes up. It may not just be, hey, Client X who plays for the Atlanta Falcons, right? The conversation turns. That's the way it works. And it may not even be Mike. It may be somebody else with Vayner. That's just the way it works. So, yes, I know it was breaking news maybe to some, Judd, you know, but that's just the way it works at the Combine. It has for a really long time. Time. That's why the NFL needs to move up free agency. There's no reason to wait all the way until March 13th. Okay, here's a question for you, Dukes. I just, I just want your opinion on this. Um, so I'm on the PFF top 150 free agents list. Kirk is their number two overall free agent. His projected contract is two years, $60 million. I think that's light. I think it's light, too. I think the Vikings would do question. that Do you think deal? that's light? Yeah. I do. That feels light. I think the Vikings do that. I do. We'll see, now, it, fully so guaranteed $60 million? Uh 37 and a half guaranteed, which also feels light. To so me. 37 and a half of $60 million guaranteed? I mean, I'm just telling yeah. you, the Vikings do that deal. I think they do, too. I think it's light, That's though. I don't, yeah. You're telling me a five-team, let, let's say it's three teams. Let's say Falcons, Raiders, Vikings, or I know they're further down on the hypothetical odds, but like Steelers and Broncos. George Payton is still running the Broncos front office, right? Like, he was part of the the Vikings front office when they brought in Kirk. But here's my question. Let's say it's two years and more like 35 to 40 million a year, largely guaranteed to lock in Kirk. So it's two years, you know, let's call it 38 million a year. Would you rather do that? Or would you rather bring in, let's say Ryan Tannehill, who's the exact same age. I'm not saying he's as good. He's the exact same age though. For the projection on PFF is two years, eleven million dollars total, so five and a half million dollars a year. Would you rather have Kirk at thirty-five or Are forty for two me? years, or Tannehill for five and a half or six million? Well, I mean, me, yeah, I would take Tannehill. I would, but I'm not sure the Vikings agree with that. But if you're asking me my opinion, yes, give me the savings. I'm willing to go quarterback at pick eleven. While in the meantime, bridge guy is Ryan Tannehill. Or you name another potential mm-hmm. option. I don't think Baker Mayfield will be a legit option. Like, I think he's back in Tampa. But there's some other guys that are free agents. I don't have the full list in front of me, Phil, but maybe it's somebody else. But you could sell me on that idea, bridge quarterback Tannehill or somebody else, to save the money than going quarterback at pick 11. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dukes, what's your expectation or what what do you think the realistic market uh, from a, a term and financial standpoint for Kirk is? Because I'm with you guys. I, I think that projection is way low. Um, it's I think a great question, Judd. The guaranteed is really low. Yeah. I, I think he's going to want almost all, if not the entire contract, because they've set that precedent. And it doesn't feel to me like Kirk's going to backtrack on precedent, precedent because of McCartney, who has done a great job. The man belongs in can. Agree. Yeah, phenomenal job. You know, I mean, does any team go to three years, two years fully guaranteed, portion of year three guaranteed? Or would a team go as high as three years fully guaranteed? I don't think that would be the Vikings. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, do the Vikings even get to two years fully guaranteed? Like I've said, I I think maybe the Vikings could get there. I don't know if they're there right this second, but if it came down to it, they could perhaps get there. But I'm not even 100% sold on that. I think some other team would go to two years fully guaranteed. I just, I wonder, would anybody go to three years? I don't think fully guaranteed, but I think that they would go. I, I think that they would go partial guarantee. Probably, I think they would go right? Fully yeah, not fully, right? Yeah, probably not so fully. What, and what's the debate here? So the debate is this, uh, or the or the cases are this. The Vikings and teams that negotiate with McCartney on Kirk's behalf are going to, to say, your guy is going to be 36 in August, and he's coming off an Achilles tear, and there's concerns there. I think the Kirk camp is going to, to come back and say he's a pocket passer. Yes, he has to move, but he doesn't run much. And furthermore, his statistics uh, in 2023, he was having a great year, and they're going to use that. So I wonder what that conversations like because and this is going to sound stupid but i could see it i could see them saying hey look the vikings gave this guy yes he was younger but a fully guaranteed what three-year contract in 2018 and we would argue he's a better quarterback now yeah that's the cousins i mean camp that's surely what what the cousins camp will will put out there they will also you know come up with some video evidence of how kirk is doing in his rehab as in Kirk is going to start sprinting in the very near future. So by the time, you know, free agency starts or combine the tampering, whatever, there is going to be video evidence of the progress that Kirk has made. But yes, it's all about, hey, he is a pocket passer. And Achilles tear is not any sort of death sentence for your football career. You can easily come back and, hey, look at the numbers he's put up the last couple years that he will be okay for his ages 36, 37, even beyond ages 36, 37, and even perhaps age 38 seasons. Just to to have Judd and Dex answer the question, too, just for fun here. Kirk at $38 million a year, largely guaranteed for two years, or Ryan Tannehill for 5 or $6 million a year on a two-year deal? Tannehill. Tannehill, because you can build out the rest of your roster. You can fill out what you want to do. I just, you could also draft a quarterback completely guilt-free without worrying. Yeah. Like he, Does that seem would, low on know. Tannehill, by the way? Oh, yeah. I th- I I do personally think it's low. Maybe. but but um, He was really bad well, last year. I know. He was bad last year. But I, I would take Tannehill, take the savings, take the development, go from there. You're just 
kicking a can down the road, I think, with the same thing with the Kirk deal. Yeah, I, I agree completely because it, it's not the, the quarterback that w- that is probably going to start opening day 2024. It's the fact that you're now going to draft one. And so that, to me, is the, the absolute key. In fact, you know what? I might be, if it worked out, willing to go the Gardner Minshew route. So his his projected contract is also two years at just $9 million a year. But, I mean, he he's willing to be a backup, but he can start. He's not a train wreck. And again, I want to do whatever is going to allow my young QB to develop as quickly as possible. Yeah, I think I would uh, do I, Minshew I would over Tannehill. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's in his prime. He's twenty eight years old. So, it were so I guess I guess I could even just replace the names and say there's three or four dudes. I mean, Jacoby Brissett is a free agent. There's three or four dudes that you're you're going to be able. But they to had get some trade interest, in, although they kicked the tires on a bunch year. of guys in in late October. But that was one Brissett in in Washington. Yeah. So just, you know, something to keep an eye on here over the next. It's a a lot of Vikings fans paint this doom and gloom scenario that it's either Kirk or an unqualified fifth round rookie or it's Kirk or Josh Dobbs having no practice time. No, no, no. It would be Kirk or a relevant bridge quarterback that's been a decent starter. You know, I mean, hell, the Colts won a bunch of games with Gardner Minshew, not because Minshew is better than Kirk, but because. Their roster was better and healthier, and Minshew was capable. Plus so. the hope that with a high draft pick, whether it's with their first pick or second pick or maneuvering back into the first round or maneuvering up from 11 or going quarterback at 11, that there would be hope with a young guy, right? So you have the bridge guy, but then there's hope with the young guy. Now, here's some doom and gloom, something to think about. I checked this week on TJ Hawkinson. So we always knew it would be a few weeks multiple knee ligaments torn. Yeah. I texted one person who said, when I asked, Hey, did he undergo surgery yet? We always knew it would be like mid to late January, maybe even into early February. This one person said, not to my knowledge. So we are perhaps still awaiting word on successful Hmm. surgery for TJ Hawkinson. But like, let's just say he even underwent surgery yesterday or it's, you know, later this week or next week. I just don't know how he's back by week one. Like, when is he back? Is he even back in September? Right? ACL, MCL. And hey, we always knew, like, this isn't a shock. Like, he wasn't going to undergo immediate surgery. You know, I guess maybe, you know, allowing the swelling to go down, whatever reason, right? When it's multiple ligaments. That it wasn't going to be immediate. So it was always going to be like mid to late January. But as we sit here on January 25th, I guess me personally, I'm still awaiting word that he's undergone said surgery. I'll be shocked if, if he's back for week one. Yeah, I, like to I, me yeah. That, I don't and, see week and one. Don't, and, yeah, I don't. and I saw yeah. immediate, when, when this all uh, transpired after the loss to Detroit here, I saw immediate, well, Adrian Peterson came, okay, he was a freak. I mean, you cannot compare the recovery of a guy who was a physical freak to you know a big tight end so yeah i've i think he misses at least the first month and here's my concern what does he look like in the year after because that's not a simple thing to come back from too again when it's multiple yeah is the outlier Mm -hmm. he is not the norm Mm -hmm. so like i guess my bigger question is let's say he comes back october 14th or something like that how long does the ramp up then take for, for him to become tj hawkinson again that's my worry yeah no, it's a fair, 
It's a fair question. Um, let's go back into the scoop bag here for uh, the last five or ten minutes after we shout out our friends at AG1. So, yeah, six, seven years ago, I've been telling you guys for, for a few weeks, especially over on Purple Daily, that uh, I discovered AG1 products, and they have been great for me. It's like nutritional insurance to either start your day or give yourself a boost in the middle of the day. It's one scoop mixed with a bottle of water. You got your full allotment of nutrients, 75 high-quality ingredients and important nutrients. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, immune support. Uh, I had a listener just a few days ago send me pictures of his first uh, pack of AG1. I'm into the travel packs these days. They're easy to throw in your backpack if you're, if you're on a flight somewhere or whatever it may be. Uh, but if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash mnsports. That's drinkag1.com slash mnsports and check it out. Uh, also, our friends at Zero Res are here to deep clean your disgusting carpet and air ducts, folks, so you can breathe in fresh air again in your home. So Zero Res has a 4.9 out of 5-star rating on Google with 17,000 reviews. If you ask for the Score North special, you get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119. And this month takes $75 off when you get those air ducts Zero Res clean. Again, ask for the Score North special at 9520res or zeroresminnesota.com. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero res. Reckless speculation. Uh, if you have remaining Vikings things, Doogie, feel free to throw them out there. Otherwise, boy, the, boy Chris Finch did a little 180 last night. He called the, the loss to uh, the Hornets disgusting and immature and then like slept on it and right. felt bad. Well, he, he was right. I know they're like worried about offending cat, I think. And so they came back. They it was kind of sloppy last night, but they win the game. But before the game, Chris Finch was like, I should have I should have given cat credit in the post game. So I don't know. What do you we got trade deadline coming up in less than two weeks? Wolves offense is still I mean, Anthony Edwards had to shoot twenty eight times last night. It was Ant and Cat and nobody else basically scoring. So where are we at with this Wolves team? Yeah, I mean, I thought in the first half they missed some relatively easy looks. So, I mean, it could have been a little bit more lopsided in the first half. But, I mean, Washington is a dumpster fire. They made a coaching change this morning, one of the three or four bottom-feeding teams we in the league. Fired. But, hey, Charlotte, not that good, right? And we saw what took place on Monday. So, good bounce back last night. Hey, a rare back-to-back for the Wolves in Brooklyn Tonight, Brooklyn did not play last night, so Brooklyn has the schedule advantage. So I'll be curious to see how tonight goes. The Wolves no longer in first place in the Western Conference. OKC, because of tiebreakers, in first. But you look at the standings right now, Phil. I mean, two games separate the top four. A half game separates the top three. Then you think about Phoenix, New Orleans after the top four. I mean, you know, top six separated by like five games. Six games, if you want to go as deep as like seven teams in the West, but the Wolves still have a very favorable schedule the rest of the way. After tonight, the Wolves will have played three more road games than home games. We're about a month away from the Wolves having a seven-game homestand. So I still believe because of the favorable schedule the rest of the way, even with some more back-to-backs like tonight, that the Wolves absolutely can finish top four. Then, to me, it comes down to matchups. First round of the playoffs, who do they match up against? But 
They will continue to make calls. Yeah, the trade deadline two weeks from today. Monty Morris, Detroit Pistons guard, who Tim Connolly had in Denver. The Wolves tried to acquire him last summer. They will try again this time around. He looked pretty good. Season debut last night looked pretty okay. good. So He's just back. another name to keep an eye on. I'm not saying it's him or bust, but we're thinking about the possibility of adding. And the Wolves realize the window is open. You need to add. I will be very, very surprised if they don't do something. Now, I've laid out the last couple sessions with you guys how the Wolves are in an advantageous position with the buyout market. But, hey, like a guy like Kyle Lowry, you can debate if Kyle Lowry would help the Wolves. I'm not sure he would choose here anyway, like hometown Philadelphia, you know, can acquire him. But there are certain teams above the first apron that can't sign a guy like Kyle Lowry when he's bought out. I just have a hard time believing Charlotte will find a trade partner for Lowry. So I think at some point here in the next three weeks, the Hornets buy Lowry out. He hits the open market. Well, teams like the Phoenix Suns can't sign Kyle Lowry. So whether it's somebody in the buyout market or a trade for Monty Morris or somebody else, I fully expect in the next two weeks for the Wolves to do something. Dukes, I'd, I'd like to combine your your uh, years of reporting skill and the fact that we do call this the scoop with reckless speculation with your spidey senses. Okay, so here's my question for you. The Charlotte debacle, Mike Conley missed, and the telecast said it was because of a hamstring, a, a sore ham, hamstring. They tried to downplay it, but they gave a a reason last night he was sick um he has played an incredible amount of basketball for a guy his age and he has missed time during the course of his career all of those things are no indictment it's just the facts do we do we need to be concerned now about that this is sort of the start of a cycle where he is just going to need more rest because that's the one thing i've been going back to is you know these guys rest for a reason in some cases and like mike conley works his ass off like there's no one questioning him he's not taking time off on purpose but it just seems that if you plot this team in the playoffs and mike conley goes out or something happens there it's going to be a huge huge blow in many different ways do your spidey senses tell you that this is becoming more of a concern because not just of these two games missed but the possible start of a cycle where he is going to miss time my spidey senses say no, nothing to worry about that until this week, he's been incredibly durable mm-hmm. that, Hey, like legitimately sick right now. All right. So, I mean, we'll wait and see if he can rebound and play tonight. There will be opportunities with some more back to backs. Look at the schedule. Like you can target certain games, February, March, where Chris Finch is going to have to say to Mike, Hey, let's just rest you tonight. There's no reason for you to play tonight. Why I'm not worried because he's been so durable since, you know, coming here a year ago and like the playoff schedule, like the Wolves could open up on a Saturday, then game two could be on Wednesday. Then game three is on Saturday. Like yeah. there's so much separation. You're not playing any back to backs. You're rarely playing even every other night, at least early you're, you're, in the you're, playoffs. You're traveling less. You're playing less. Yeah. Totally. So I'm just, I'm not worried whatsoever he keeps himself in phenomenal shape I get it there is a little bit of an injury history there but over the last year he has played so many minutes that I just wouldn't worry about that I really wouldn't uh let's do some rapid fire scoops here Doogie what do you have in the last 60 seconds or so last week Jake Odorizzi free agent starter threw for some teams including the twins so when thinking about you know I mean he would fit into their 
budget right now. Did he even pitch last year? Declan, do you have a I sec to Google Jake Odorizzi? He, he, did. he did not. Yeah, so I mean, he did not. there's a reason why he had a showcase, right? He needed to show that he's still capable, but I'm told he looked pretty darn good. There were other teams there, but the Twins were one of the teams watching former twin Jake Odorizzi. Miguel Sano to the LA Angels on a minor league contract. That was reported by ESPN where I can advance it. The money, if he makes the big league team, $875,000. He has a June first opt-out. I had a nice conversation yesterday with new Twins reliever Josh Stomet. So he had this thoracic outlet syndrome surgery, yeah. TOS. He's actually doing great. He was on his way to Phil go Hughes throw. Had that. Yeah, well, and there's a lot of pictures. Well. If you Google it, it's kind of a death sentence for pictures. It's not a pretty picture. But Josh said he feels great. I actually put a little snippet on, you know, shameless plug for my Twitter, D Wolfson KSTP. I put about a two-minute clip from my conversation with Josh on social media, and he lays out why his is a little different than your conventional TOS surgery, but he's just, he's really optimistic. I mean, it's a one-year deal for under $1 million, so it's not like this big roll of the dice, but you look at his numbers with the Royals, 2019 to 2021. It's good. He was a pretty good pitcher there, right? I mean, the VLO, 97, 98, 99, the curveball, you know, low 80s. Like, there's the potential there. So, anyway, I just I had a really, really enjoyable conversation with Josh Stomet yesterday. He is going to be a nice addition to that clubhouse from a media standpoint. Yeah. And uh, we will do just a little bit of hot stove uh, cleanup here today on the Scorner Twin Show where we we'll talk about some of the, the players still out there and see what the Twins can still do. But, Doogie, great session today. Here. You got it. And Aaron Sabato, 2020 Twins first-round draft pick. Not in the 40, man. He has received a big league invite for spring training. Okay. So a huge yeah, that's, news. That's not, <laughs> not going well for him since he was <laughs> no. drafted. But, Dukes, no. we'll talk to you again Hi, next boys. Tuesday. You got it. Have there a good one. See ya. Darren Doogie Wilson from the 5 Eyewitness News Sports Department. Yeah, let us know in the, in the comment section. Or just flame us if you want to as well. Tannehill and you save 35, 40 million or cousins, according to the, let's say you save $30 million. So I just want to hear what people say in the comment section. I'm just kind of curious. And you got to draft a quarterback, right? Well, I mean, you could fill in, you could fill in the rest of the blueprint however you want to. The, the, I, but, well, I, I mean, if they went vet, if they went slappy for and didn't address the quarterback position behind that person, I would have a problem with that. Yeah, I, I think I would too. But the but first, the first step would be, okay, let's just stop paying crazy right, amounts money. of money to yeah. Kirk Cousins. and Or you know what? Breath. Quarterback X. Let's just call him that. I don't know why you're so afraid of his name. Well, because it's so polarizing that pe- people don't think straight. So if you replace Kirk Cousins with quarterback X, yeah, do you, you highly paid people quarterback, into thinking. Highly paid quarterback. Because because when you say Cousins, they're all like, oh, my God, it's Kirk Cousins. Again, oh, you're not talking about Kirk Cousins. It's like. No, this is a financial decision. It is. It's a it's a chessboard. So, all right, that's your Amen. scoop session with Darren Doogie Wolfson here, Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd.